Well, oh, hello there. Hi. My name is Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood, your favorite thing to do on a Tuesday or whenever you watch or listen. Hello. Welcome. I hope you had a good week. I had a wild week. I can't wait to talk about it with you. Um, okay. So first of all, oh, I hate the, I hate the, okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't hate on things, okay? But I have to fix, I have to futz with a couple things. Hang on, you guys, hang on. I'm going to do it. It's all live. It's all live. It's all here and it's all live. Here we go. It's all here and it's all, no, ah, that's too much. It's the wrong way. Wrong way. How do you do? Ah, wrong way. Shut up. <laughs> Who's this lady who doesn't know how to put her light on? Whoa, Nelly. Okay. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. Shall we? Shall we just leave it at that? Hi, everyone. Hello and welcome. <laughs> If you're only listening to the audio version of this, you're missing out on a woman flashing lights throughout the uh, beginning. It, it's almost like, you know, when you go dancing at the club, remember when you used to go dancing at the club? Did you ever go dancing at the club? I loved going dancing at the club and the lights would come on and you'd be like, oh God, I was dancing with him. Oh, good. I got to get out of here. Anyway, hi. Uh, before I get started, before I launch into the show, let's talk about some things that you can get into for the holidays. Okay. Remember I told you I was going to be promoting all my local business friends and people and merchants that I knew and loved. Um, and here we go, uh, because the holiday season's coming up and no matter what you celebrate or if you don't celebrate at all, somebody's birthday is coming or something. What are you, Jehovah's Witness for Christ's sakes? For Christ's sake, for Moses' sakes. Look at these snake earrings, these beautiful and cute and lightweight and, and gorgeous snake earrings are from the Babes at Babel Studio. And that's B-A-B-E-L Studio. And then this shirt what? Wait a second, because last week I was in my underpants, and I don't think you understand, I didn't even, I had no idea I was in my underwear the, the entirety of the show, until someone uh, shared the show and said, hey, if you want to watch Get Wood in Your Underwear, check out uh, the, this week's show. And I was like, nah, I, th I think one time I flashed. And then I was like, oh, I did, hey, you know what? If I'm not about non-shaming who is? That's what I like to talk about, not being shamed of our stuff. I just want, I just, I had to laugh and say I was in my underwear. At least I was wearing underwear. Mom, oh God, Jesse, don't be so uptight about underpants. You know, we didn't have underwear. We, me and my mom, she didn't like underwear. She thought they were very uptight. Underwear, very up uptight. I was like, really? I think they're important. That's what I think. I think they're important. And uh, she always said we were witches, you know? <laughs> she always said we were witches. Oh, the shirt. Okay, get, stop and focus. The shirt is all chola. I know. Travis. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, all chola. You can find her also on both female and, uh, uh, yeah. So, get on that. It's online. You can order your stuff. There you go. It's under five minutes. I'm just doing commercials for others. And also, if you like to support me, oh, thank you for all your support if you sent me money this week. <laughs> thank you so much. Because a lot of times I forget to ask. Because, you know, I was a child of a person who played guitar on the street and made me pass the hat. So it's extra hard for me to ask for money. Um, I just want you guys to know that. So thank you for those of you who did that. Oh, hi, ladies. Oh, I have so many beautiful 
artists and gorgeous people on there. Oh, yes. Look at Amy. I'll be promoting your paintings soon. Okay, because I look at most of my stuff I'm promoting. Most of my artists are from Albuquerque because that's where I just came from. And I love them. And the art is spectacular from everyone out there. So this is all Chola and the babes at Babel Studio. They have all kinds of cool stuff right now, too. They have, uh, oh, there's another artist I love. So I'll be promoting all my best artists uh, throughout the, through the new year. So every week I'll be hitting at least one or two of my favorite small businesses, local artisanal, artisanal? <laughs> I don't know even what that means. Anyway, I feel like white people love that word. I'm a white person, but I'm a Jewish white person who didn't grow up with really what you would think a white person would grow up with. And that's why I love you, Albuquerque, because... You know what? In Albuquerque, they really got me. And you would think, oh, Jess, you're in New York City. You lived in New York City half your life. You pretty much grew up in New York City. Yeah, but New York City is so different now than it used to be. Like, And New York City didn't, thank God, they don't experience as much gun violence. And so when I talk about, you know, being shot and stuff... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, my mom raised me a witch when it was embarrassing. I've told you guys before, but I'll tell you again. And look, this is when I was 18, I got this tattoo. Can you see it? Yeah, I got this tattoo. It's of a witch and it's from, it's very old. See, if I got it when I was 18. Can you believe it's lasted this long? If you're watching, can you believe that shit? And look at that tone on my stomach. I have been working out, you fuckers. Don't get all pervy and weird, eh? Um... But I, ha I have been. Uh, it helps my mentals. And I'm still even. But anyway, which. Because why? Because my mom had given me a cookbook when I was little. Even though we didn't cook. We were vegans on welfare. What did we cook? She had carrot juice a lot um, for me. So she gave me a, a cookbook called The Witch's Cookbook. And that's a that's a picture from the witch's cookbook. That's one of the witches. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. She's been flying on my waist for a long time. And I wonder uh, if people notice her. Anyway. Hi. Acceptance. Should we talk about that for a second? Acceptance. Because did you see how I got kind of like, uh, I wonder if people, uh, and then I wondered if like people got freaked out that I had a witch on my side from like a long time ago when you know, maybe they would have thought about burning someone. <laughs> Not, I haven't been alive since the 1500s, but you know what I mean? Where people were like, ah, get her. You know, I've gotten that a lot because I was punk rocker, you know, anarchy rules and all that stuff. And hippie people that raised me who are always in trouble with, you know, the law. Um, anyway, acceptance. Now, if you're like me, which I know you are, a lot of you, you're so lovely and wonderful and you're really practicing acceptance f with others, right? We often, I hear my friends say and I hear myself say out loud, oh my God, I, I just want to accept who they are. If I could just accept them for who they are and just have acceptance about who they are, then I think everything would be so much easier. I could just accept them. And you know, all this acceptance of other people, I a lot of times forget to accept myself. And I came to that conclusion this week when I was really let down by someone who I thought uh, was going to be able to meet me at a place that is not, 
I don't think they're capable of meeting me there. And it makes me so sad. And, I, and yet I keep going back. Do you find yourself attracted to people who can't give you what you need or deserve? Because why? Oh, it feels like family, doesn't it? <laughs> it feels so familial. It's so intense. So the acceptance of others, I realize, is carried over from my childhood and from trauma. Oh my God, hi, I see Burkenia is on here. Okay, so there's some childhood trauma uh, that sticks around with us, even if we do, you know, the therapy, the EMDR, the uh, meditation. I mean, we, we can practice, we practice, we can practice taking care of ourselves and changing the patterns in our brain because our brain is malleable and we can do that, but it's so hard and we want to, we, we're so, things that are so familiar, like, here's the thing. I was alone for a really long time when I left New York. I was alone. Like I didn't have a relationship. I didn't have, you know, a guy like to, especially in Albuquerque, I didn't have anyone distracting me or anything. So I had to really work and sit with my own shit and sit in my own shit. And you know, when I got mad, I couldn't like be yelling at my boyfriend. <laughs> you know, I usually did that. That was my pattern because I'd seen it done with my mom and my stepmom to the dude I thought was my dad. And, you know, all these people whose relationships we watch, we just pick it up and we take it, right? So I was like, oh, I'm feeling so much better. I'm so much stronger. I can, like, face stuff. I can go to places. I can be with people. And as soon as the intimacy, like, crosses my fucking, you know, area, <laughs> I mean, I haven't had sex, but the the intimacy of like the heart and the seduction of like, I like you and I, I like you. And then the child inside is like, we haven't done any work at all on ourselves. I want to be with this person who can't give me at all what I need. Oh my God. It's so frustrating, isn't it? I know. I don't know if this happens to you, but I, it happens to me. It's happening to me where I'm like, I've done so much work and I work every day. Not like we're ever done working. It's not like we're like, oh, okay, I'm evolved now. Even my Buddhist guy who I adore is like, no one's ever evolved. Like even the Buddha was like, don't listen to me. I don't know. Just try these things and maybe they can work for you. And yes, writing every day. I do it. Exercising every day. You saw my stomach. I do it going to the fucking trying to you know trying to turn around the brain and the old ways of thinking and yet still so thrown when any kind of intimacy is comes my way ah and then when their stuff comes up and they react to it and, and not able to talk about it or you know talk about it <laughs> and then and then what we have nothing so going back to acceptance you can accept all the people you fucking want but if you don't accept yourself then you're really we're done for because if I accept myself throughout all these people going back and forth and doing what they're doing and figuring themselves out I still have me and I'm like hello me you know what I mean so I can go like ah oh, thank goodness okay 
Thanks. You're amazing, Schnecky. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, let's move it along. Accept yourself, boo-boos. Accept uh, yourselves. You're so beautiful. And speaking of beauty, how about this fall weather? Oh my goodness. It's so sexy. I love fall in New York City, not only in New York State. Not only do I love fall because of the, the, the leaves turning and it's all these beautiful colors and you see all these things. And I apologize to my friends who live or have to drive upstate New York and deal with all these motherfucking apple pears and goddamn leaf lookers for the it's for the gram it's for the gram we're getting our we're getting our cloud up for the gram and so I understand your violent thoughts you know I'm with you I am you know don't act on them but it's okay to fucking fantasize it's time it's horror season oh my god so fall I love fall in New York I like it you know how you can tell that fall is in New York because couples start to make out on the subway platforms oh yes Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, if you know, you know. Now, let me just tell you something. I have partaken in this. I have. I'm not even going to lie to you because I've never lied to you before and I'm not going to lie to you now. All right. I love, let me just tell you, I love to turn the corner and say, I lie, you know? I do. I find it very romantic and also a slight turn on. And I've also done it. And I feel like that's what's up. It's cuffing season. People are going to be um, making out at the subway platform. It's, I find it very hot. Um, also, it's better than in the summertime. You know in the summertime in New York City? Oh, my God. You know it's summertime because the couples are fighting outside. Shut the fuck up because everyone's got to break up because it's time to fucking break up because it's time to go and fuck somebody different because it's warm out and you're looking good and you're looking hot and you're looking less clothes and you've been locked up in the fucking house with this fool for like fucking six months. So get out there. Anyway, I love fall in New York. It's so pretty. Um, I was supposed to take acid yesterday and I know some of you are looking at me like acid on a Monday, Jessica, really? And I say, that's the name of my comedy album. Acid on a Monday. Yeah. Also, when I told my auntie that she was like, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, you love taking acid on a Monday or you love the title of the, and she was like, both. <laughs> yes all right so accept yourself for Christ's sake all right um three people sent me okay let's talk about you know we have sections here sections of subway talk sections of uh online the memes and shit like that that people send me let me just tell you I want to thank you first of all to everyone who sent me their own personal story from last week's show regarding uh being a little bit having not being angry, but having anger and resentment issues come up because of being with or seeing children who were well taken care of. You know, it's something I think that our whole generation and the older millennials understand. If you had to let yourself into your own house when you got home, or if you didn't have people at your house when you, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So 
just thank you for everybody who sent in those relatable stories and said, you know, I also feel a little resentful sometimes when I see a child being well taken care of. And you think it's like bratty or whatever, like, oh, what are you fucking, you're old. Like, how could you fucking be upset at a child? Like, let a child be. And they're like being the child self. Like, you know what? Calm down. We're abused and fucking traumatized. Okay. Let us just deal with it. It's trauma. It's childhood trauma, y'all. And you can't just like let it go. You can't drink it away. You can't. We know. We know all this shit anyway. So one time I was on the subway this week and I was like, I didn't cry. I know. A week without crying on the subway. (laughs) What? I have the weirdest fucking thoughts when I see people on the subway sometimes. I mean, I think we all do. When when we're crowded around people all the time. Look, I had my two month anniversary the other day. I know on Sunday It was my two months that I've been back in New York City and I love it so much. And I want to thank everybody for being so sweet and whoever has given me a show or let me stay at their house or given me a job or, you know, since I've been here. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. I don't know why my computer's like not wanting to be with me. It's not even Mercury Retrograde, you guys. Whatever. Okay. So, um... My subway thought this week, I saw a woman who had so many scrunchies in her hair and not like a teenager or even a 20 something or even someone like myself who's trying to be (laughs) trying to dress younger. Uh, She she was scrunchy. It was like there was a contest on how many scrunchies you could fit in your head. And this woman, I think I counted eight or nine and it wasn't like a particularly cool design on her hair. She didn't have like eight or nine ponytails or eight or nine braids or anything like that. It was just eight or nine scrunchies, like, you know, places of her head, like hair just bunched up and then a scrunchie and then bunched up and then a scrunchie and then maybe a kind of half a pony and then a scrunchie. I mean, it was very odd. I was, and she was not a homeless person. Um, I don't, I don't think she did not resemble a homeless person anyway. All I could think was, how many more fucking scrunchies does this lady have? Like, did she, was it a dare? Like, I dare, oh, look at you, Diane. You and all your scrunchies, for Christ's sake. You're fucking, you're taking up the whole bathroom with your scrunchies. You know, because it's very small apartments in New York City. You, you, the bathroom is filled with your scrunchies. We're fucking overflowing in scrunchies. I dare you to wear all your fucking scrunchies. I never seen you wear but one of these fucking scrunchies. Can you put on more scrunchies? Because this is some bullshit. And I have some, you know, I'd like some room. Maybe I have a, a, a toiletry or two that I would like to put down. A toiletry or tree. <laughs> would you like to put down a toiletry or tree? Because she, it was a, an inordinate, inordinate amount of, shut up. I dropped out of 10th grade of scrunchies. So, subway thought, <laughs> shut up. Okay. <laughs> Don't shut up. I love you. Um, <clears throat> now, have you taken the mushroom okay have you eaten the mushroom not the not the sauteed mushroom no the magical mushroom okay you're gonna wonder hey jesse you already mentioned acid on the monday now you're going to mention the mushroom what are you doing you're very psychedelic over in the corner island i don't know what uh 
accent that was. That was like that girl who pretended that she was an heiress and she had like 17 accents at the same time. But I am not heiress. Um, so I, okay. I had a very hard day. One of my day. One of my days. You know, we're we're on. I didn't cry on the subway, but I cried in the streets. Yeah, crying in the streets. You're taking a chance there. You might look. I'm still alert though. Here's the thing: when you're in New York City, you never let your guard down. I don't ever wear my my music or whatever. I maybe wear one side of the earphone. And over the side, I'm fucking. There is there a leaf? Is there a leaf behind me that's crackling? Cause I'll fucking push somebody up. All right. Um. What? <laughs> so why don't you? All right. Stop. Um. I can't read. I can't. The thing is, it's too far away. From, all right. Anyway. Uh. I was having a very hard day, and I thought that maybe microdosing some mushrooms would be, would like turn that frown upside down, bro. You know, (laughs) I don't know how they work. And I was, I had been reading a lot of Joseph Campbell. I don't know if you guys read Joseph Campbell and I, and he talks a lot about the psychedelic experience, but also he talks about meditation and how meditation is it's a better way of going about your enlightened enlightened mind or broader mind or wider mind. (laughs) But guess who microdosed anyway? Hi. Hi. Uh, I figure what the hell, I'm feeling a little down? Turn that fucking around. And so I ate some and they, you know, the shrooms don't lie. That's the thing. None of the psychedelics lie. That's why I like them. They're very authentic. And if you know me, you know I like authenticity. And the <laughs> the shrooms, <laughs> the shrooms not only didn't stop me from crying, they had me cry more. They had me cry and walk. I took it to the streets and notice the beauty of get out of your fucking head lady and look at those trees fall it's a it's a theme here you get out of your head look at the trees look at the leaves look at the colors also i was having a very child again with the child and the moments and the childhood and the trauma sometimes we're just gripped by it right some called it panic attacks <laughs> stop it. And what I thought was really interesting that I noticed, and I think the psilocybin helped, (laughs) I noticed there were a lot of children out when I went for my walk. A lot of children. And where did I walk to, you ask? I walked to get the printing. I print, we don't have a printer, so I need to print out the Jungian low-fee analysis paperwork. That's right. (laughs) I get choked up. Am I choked up to talk about it? Therapy. Back in. I need. Here you go. Do you watch? You see me? Having a shaky time. Got to get back in. So what was happening? A lot of crying. A lot of couldn't really breathe well. What are you going to do? I take a little magic mushroom. Cry a little more. But makes me walk. Makes me look at the trees. Makes me notice the children. Children having fun. Me not feeling resentful. 
there's a breakthrough there somewhere. And so I got my 12 pages, 12 motherfucking pages. These youngians, they keeping it real. They're keeping it old school. You want to be in our Jungian analysis? You want to be analyzed by our analysis? You symbols, signs, dreams, you know, synchronicity, synchronicity. Uh, that's all young shit. Well, guess what you have to do? A young person, old person, a youngian person. <laughs> you got to get those papers fucking printed out. You got to fill them out and you got to send it snail mail. Who does snail mail anymore? Youngians. Because you know why? They're keeping it real. How, how many days will it take you to mail away your application for your low fee referral service. I'm telling you this because I want, if you are interested, you can look it up on the Jungian Center by, Jungian, any Jungian Center by you. There's ones in New Mexico. They're in every state. So you can look and see if there's one by you. And I think they do teletherapy. I don't know what it's called. I forget what it's called. Anyway, I did that. And let me tell you what, I felt better. But the mushrooms, they did not they did not let me lie to myself and they did not lie to me. And they said to me, yo, you think we could fucking be here for you? Like you like to disappear into shit? Nah, nah. You know what's going to happen, yo? You're going to see what the fuck is up. And you know what's up? These kids, they're not your fucking, we all won. These trees, these kids, that paperwork, shit's all won. The people that work at Staples? Oh, what? That's it. So, a lot of lessons this week, y'all. A lot of lessons. Okay, what else? A lot of movies. Yes, I treated myself because guess what? When you have a bit of a panic or a breakdown or whatever you want to call it, I was calling it existential crisis. I was calling it ego death because I was on the mushrooms. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think the mushrooms are making me call it ego death. I don't know if it's ego death. Google ego death. And I was like, oh. Shit is ego death. All right. <clears throat> Why did three people send me that Disney Ooga Booga sculpture thing with the with the vagina that was all big and in the thing? Three people. Because they love me. And also, also three people sent me that doctors are finally, according to the New York Times study, doctors are finally studying the clit. Oh, the clitoris. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for everybody just in time for abortions to be illegal. <laughs> at least you can have an orgasm now, girls. You might have to have that baby, but at least the dude. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Um, why not all at once? All at once. Drifting down the maze of her. Um, so horror. This week, horror movies. Horror? Where are you from? Is it horror movies? Horror movies? Or is it horror? Horror movies. Okay. I watched, and what was on a Kathy Bates trip? I watched Misery. Oh my God. <laughs> I forgot how scary. Kathy Bates. Woo. Woohoo! Uh, also, funny James Con. Oh, okay, that's okay. No, I'm. Yes, Annie. Oh, Annie. What? No, of course. 
Mm-hmm. That's my impression of James Conn in Misery. Thank you. And uh, and then I watched Dolores Claiborne because somebody, one of my great friends was like, oh, you watched Misery? Have you seen Dolores Claiborne? And I was like, I haven't seen Dolores Claiborne because I heard it wasn't scary. Oh, it's creepy. It's creepy. So I watch it. Not creepy. Not scary. But great acting. You know, Jennifer Jason Lee. I love Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee was the only one to have a proper accent in the Hudsucker Proxy. In the Hudsucker Proxy, she was the only one to have a proper accent. <laughs> anyway, then I watched The Purge. So I did three, because you know it all goes in threes. We're comics, we do three, 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 three. Stand by, I have three minutes left, and I'm gonna take three sips real quick. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Ah. All right. Misery, Dolores Claiborne. And the last one was The Purge, which I'd never seen. And I was really scared. I was really nervous to see it. I was really nervous to watch The Purge. But the Ethan Hawke, the original one, 2013, you know, I wasn't scared watching it because I was like, it's rich people. This is all rich people shit. Like, I, the rich, kill the rich, kill, 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 kill the rich. I'm changing it from kill the poor, you know, because you're with me um so the purge i it was kind of you know ethan hawk i wouldn't mind if he died you know what i mean anyway so uh i don't think i get scared that easily anymore because i watch american horror story and american horror story those two guys are also gen xers and the fucking horror movies that we grew up on not all not all like Saw and fucking Annabelle. You know, it wasn't like we weren't, there weren't, well, Chucky, I guess, like Annabelle. But we had shit like The Omen and The Exorcist, like shit where you're like, this could fucking happen. Like these kid possessions. And then they always, in front of our, in front of our horror stories, they always had like, based on a true story, based on true events, Amityville horror. I mean, come on, motherfuckers. The originals, the original, not these bullshit, you know, with all the sexy people that star in them. Like, get out of here. Yes, they were cute when we had them. Our horror movie stars were cute. We had Johnny Depp, you know, uh, Freddy, right? Or Friday the 13th. I can't remember. It's Freddy or Krueger. (laughs) The Dreams. Why did all of a sudden I go blank? Okay, but because I think Ryan Murphy and Brad Holichuk, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, the guys that do American Horror Story, because they grew up in the times that I grew up, they watched and grew up on the same horror movies as we did. Oh, shit. So what they're doing is they're trying to out-horror the horror that we grew up on. And let me tell you something, they're doing a good job. I won't even watch these motherfuckers in the nighttime. Look, yes, I watch in the daytime sometimes. In the daytime... If I have an hour or two where I'm like, let's get our blood up. You want to get your blood up get and you don't want to exercise, get your heart pumping, and you don't want to go for a run, turn on American Horror Story. Anyway, those are my thoughts on horror, fall in New York, not having your underpants on in the show, subway thoughts, uh, acid on a Monday, remember... Keep keep thinking about, you know, how to expand your mind, because if your mind is playing tricks on you like the ghetto boys. Oh, my God. If Halloween does not fall on a weekend this weekend. It's on a Monday. So don't get it twisted. And 
guess what? I'll leave you with this because I'm really excited about this. I had dinner this week with my old pal, Josh Homer. You know Josh Homer, my uh, old Ratchet Hatchet co-host. Oh, my goodness. Well, I asked him, hey, Josh, would you ever want to do the Ratchet Hatchet again? And he goes, you know what? I might. Let me think on it. So guess what, kids? We're going to see. Might be another, uh, what do you call it? A chapter of the Ratchet Hatchet for y'all's excitement and, and enjoyment. So I, oh, and I hope you were excited and enjoyed this. Um, I enjoy you. Uh, thank you. If you wouldn't mind, please, we're going to get the algorithm up on this show. And we're going to, you're going to share it. Thank you very much. Just share the show. You'll share it and you'll tag me at Get Wood and you'll do a hashtag Get Wood Podcast. That would be awesome. Also, awesome. Also, and let me know if there's anything that you'd like me to talk about next week or if there are any sh- movies that you'd like me to see if I haven't uh, or you'd like me to talk about and watch and talk about. I'd love to do that. Like horror movies, horror movies. You know, we're in the, we're in October, babies. And um, thinking about my uh, Halloween costume this year, I, I thought I would uh, put some black smudge, some oil, a couple oil spots here and have maybe a car part coming out of my this area. And when people ask me who I am, I can say Anne Heche. All right, y'all. I love you so much. Have a great rest of your week. Uh, Don't do anything you don't want to do. And you know what I mean by that. (laughs) Okay. Um, I love you so much for listening and for watching. Thank you so, so much. And for those of you who uh, send me goodies to look at, goodies to talk about, goodies to, you know, of course, my, um, all my small businesses that I love. And if you need me to wear anything or you want me to talk about anything, just hit me up if I haven't already. And I love you so much for watching and be good to yourselves. That's why accept yourself. That way you can accept others. And I mean it. A-A-C-C, you know, <laughs> not E-X. Okay. I love you. I'm glad we cleared that up before I left. Love you so much. Have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you on this machine. It's not real. You know, nothing's real anyways, but thanks for enjoying my company. I enjoyed you very much. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Yes, I know. I want to.